the following of the lifestyle of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, every aspect of the life of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, in that is a beautiful example for us. Just as we follow Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, our aspect of ibadat, the manner in which we perform salah, the manner we perform our hajj, and the various other commandments and injunctions of deen. In the like manner, we are also commanded to follow Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the manner that Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam conducted himself, the way he interacted with others, and more specifically in the way that Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam conducted with his respected wife. This is an indication of the perfection, the completion of our deen. But Allah subhanahu wa taala has guided us regarding every aspect, not only our acts of worship, but also dealing with our social life. How should we interact not only with others in general, but specifically with our wives and our families. In the hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned, khayrukum khayrukum li ahli, that the best of you is the one who is best to his wife. Wa ana khayrukum li ahli. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then expressed the reality that I am the best of among you towards my wife. So here in this hadith, clearly defines who is the best person of the Sunnah. The best person is the person who is the best in his treatment towards his wife and his family. And then Nabi not only sufficed on explaining who is the best person, but as a form of encouragement. Nabi mentioned what is the reality despite Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the epitome of humility despite him having such noble akhlaq but Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stated the reality that I am the best among you towards my wife so this was as a form of encouragement to encourage us to follow the way of our beloved as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us in the Quran قُلْ إِن, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ that say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to your ummah, if you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then follow me, follow the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will then love you and Allah will forgive your sins. So by following this way of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was also a sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This was also the way of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as far as his interaction and the way he dealt with his respected wife. Once Aisha radiallahu anha mentioned that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told her that, Oh Aisha, I know when you become upset with me and when you are happy with me. So Aisha radiallahu anha was astonished that, Oh Nabi of Allah, how are you able to discern this? So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then explained, when you become when you are pleased with me, then if you require to take an oath, then you take an oath by saying by the Rabb of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And when you are upset with me, then you take an oath by saying by the Rabb of Ibrahim alayhi salam. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from the way Aisha radiallahu anha took her oath, was able to discern that Aisha radiallahu anha was upset with him. So Aisha radiallahu anha laughed it off and she says that definitely, O Nabi of Allah, what you have said is correct. But it is only your name that I have left. In other words, your love is still in my heart. I have only left out your name. So from here we understand what was the level of perception of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that from merely the words of Aisha radiallahu anha, he was able to understand that she was not happy. So this highlights a very, very important aspect that when it comes to our relationship with our spouses, then we should be aware regarding their feelings. It should not be that the husband is totally unaware. He doesn't know what's concerning her, what's worrying her, but he should be aware of her feelings. This was the level that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam had perception of regarding the feelings of Aisha radiallahu anha. And many a time when there is this perception, a person is able, the husband is able to determine that the wife is upset, something is worrying her, something is distressing her, then he is able to 
remedy the problem and solve the problem. But if he was not aware from the beginning that she was upset, she was hurt, then there is no hope of that situation being remedied. So this is the first step to rectifying our relationship with our spouses that we are able to discern and to understand what are their feelings. Then Aisha radiallahu anha when asked, what was the conduct and the akhlaq of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam within the home? So there are various narrations where this question was posed. And Aisha radiallahu anha highlighted many aspects. One hadith she mentioned, كَانَ أَكْرَمَ النَّاسِ وَأَلْيَنَ النَّاسِ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a very noble personality. His akhlaq, his conduct was very very noble and lofty. And this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself had given testimony to in the Quran al-Kareem. وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ Addressing Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that indeed you, O Nabi of Allah, are upon a very high pedestal of akhlaq and character. So that was the akhlaq of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam outside the home. Aisha radiallahu anha was talking regarding the conduct of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam within the home. She then mentions, and he was the most lenient of people. He was the most lenient and most kind and compassionate person. And then she describes further, كَانَ رَجُلًا مِنْ رِجَالِكُمْ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was an ordinary man like any other man. He did not demand respect in his home. He conducted himself like an ordinary person. إِلَّا أَنَّهُ كَانَ ضَحَّاكًا بَسَّامًا Yes, however, he was extremely cheerful and always smiling. That was the general condition of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam within the home. That he would always be cheerful and he would always have a demeanor of happiness. That was the conduct of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam within the home. Then on another occasion, when asked this question, he described Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by saying, كَانَ أَحْسَنَ النَّاسِ خُلُقًا Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was that personality who had the best character. Then he explain some qualities which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam specifically would refrain from. لم يكن فاحشا Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was never immoral or indecent. ولا متفحشا Nor would he try to emulate someone who was immoral, indecent or vulgar. So it was the habit, blessed habit of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to refrain from any form of vulgarity. Unfortunately, Sometimes this becomes the second language of a person. He becomes vulgar and this becomes his habit out of the home and he now continues to speak in that manner within the home. We can well imagine what a detrimental effect it will have on the sinless children, on those innocent children, what effect it will have on their minds and on their hearts and then what they will now translate into using those words on others. So this was the habit of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he was never vulgar, never immoral or indecent. وَلَا سَخَّابًا بِالْأَسْوَابِ Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would never shout and raise his voice in the marketplace. So here Aisha radiallahu anha highlights the marketplace because normally the marketplace is a place which is busy and Sometimes in order to speak to the next person, one has to raise his voice. Even in that environment, even in that environment where a person would normally raise his voice, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would not raise his voice. If Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in that environment would not raise his voice, how much more careful Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would be with raising his voice in his home? He would not recompense any evil with an evil. He would never take revenge. And this has been explained in another hadith where it is mentioned regarding Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Not once in the entire life of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did he ever take revenge from any person. But Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would forgive and he would overlook. Imagine these were the qualities 
that Aisha radiallahu anha was describing of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam within the home. We can well imagine what an environment Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam created within the home. What a peaceful and, ha and a happy environment Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam created within the home. These were the traits of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The way that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam conducted with his respected wife. Then she was asked that what would Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam do when he was in the home. So then again she highlighted one of the points that were mentioned before that he was an ordinary person and then she mentioned some other aspect that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam would clean his own clothing he would mend his shoe he would milk the goat and he would attend to his own need so here despite nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam being the nabi of allah having such a high position despite being so occupied with the needs of the ummah nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam would try to fulfill his needs by himself he would never demand from others to fulfill his needs in fact in another narration Aisha radiallahu anha mentioned Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would rather be in the service of his family. He would be in assisting them. So this was the way of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The way Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam conducted within the home. He would not be demanding. He would rather assist others in fulfilling their needs and fulfilling his own needs as well. And then she also mentioned that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's quality was such that when it would be the time of salah, he would immediately leave for salah. In other words, he would fulfill the rights of the inmates of the home. But when it, when it, when it, when it would come to the fulfilling of the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he would never compromise anything and he would fulfill the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the way Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would express his love to his respected wife, Aisha radiallahu anha mentioned that I, I would be in the condition of hayr and I would drink from a utensil and I would pass that utensil to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He would then search for the spot that I had placed my mouth and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa would place his Mubarak lips at the very same spot. And she says, when I would eat from any bone, any piece of meat, then I would pass it to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he would place his Mubarak mouth on that very same spot. So here the ulama mentioned that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam did so intentionally and in a very obvious manner to make the heart of Aisha radiallahu anha happy. This was done intentionally to please her heart, to make her happy and to 